Welcome back to Search the Scriptures. Great to be back with all of our listeners again today, and we're thankful for every single one of you. Now, if you listen every day, and we keep hearing from people who say, I listen to the program all the time. I remember one lady years ago, she would say she would listen to it every time it was on. I believe, each day. Now, we're on several times a day now, and uh, it was not that case. I think we were only on maybe twice a day back then, but we're on several times a day now. But she said she'd listen in the morning, she'd listen again later on in the evening, and uh, she'd enjoyed the program that much. I know that there are those who listen every day, or just about every day anyway. Then there are others who listen very frequently, but they, they are not able to listen every single day. There are others who listen regularly, but it's even less frequent because of their busy schedules. But they listen, they tune in on a, on, a, on, a, on a frequent basis. We're thankful for every one of you. Every time you listen, we're thankful that you're there. You are part of our mission. We're wanting to teach God's word, to spread the gospel throughout this country and around the world and through the internet medium, we can do it all around the world because these programs are posted on our website at churchofchrist.com, churchofchrist.com. It's a free website and anybody who can go to that website and they can listen to these programs on a regular basis all around the world if they have internet access. Now also at our website, again churchofchrist.com, People can scroll down the home page to our podcast button, sign up for our podcasting. It takes about one minute. It is free. It always will be free. We're not after people's wallets. We want to help people get to heaven. We care about souls. When they sign up for our podcasting, whatever smart device they choose, their smartphone, their computer, laptop, pad, tablet, whatever it might be, all of our radio programs all of our podcasts, which includes our radio programs, all of those will automatically go to that device. But in addition to our radio programs, they'll also get all of our sermons, all of our Bible studies, and a great daily, seven-day-a-week short study that we call Today's Bible Class. It's about 12 or 13 minutes. All of that will automatically go to their devices. And again, that's available all over the world. We want to spread God's word. We're glad you're there. If you're listening for the very first time, we're thankful you're there. And we pray that as you listen, as, as often as you can, that you'll quickly come to realize and appreciate that we really do teach the Bible. We get into the scriptures in depth, in detail, and yet we try to explain them in a way that is easy to understand and that makes sense for our daily lives. So we encourage you to keep listening and tell others about the program. Tell others about our website. Again, signing up for our podcasting is free, and it always will be free. So take advantage of it and help others change their focus in life and start to think about their souls and their relationship with God and their eternity by sharing these studies with them and all of the other materials that are there for their access and study through our website at churchofchrist.com. Now we're getting back to ask this very pertinent and important question. Are you ready? Well, we talked about in the introduction to this particular line of study 
are you ready for big life changing or affecting decisions that you have to make? You know, I've, I, I said in that part of our in that part of our study that there are people who they they keep making bad decisions, bad choices over and over and over and over again, literally, but they never seem to learn that they're making bad choices. They keep suffering bad consequences of making those bad choices, but they keep making the same kinds of bad choices. Now, you would think they would learn. Somewhere they need to wake up, open their eyes. But you see, what people really need to do is turn to God. When God is not in your life, and I don't mean you believe in God, the demons in hell believe James chapter 2, and they tremble they believe so much. But I mean God in your life. He needs to be in control of your life. You need to be seeking his guidance every step of the way. And if God is not in your life, then <laughs> you're going to make a whole lot of mistakes and suffer the consequences. And ultimately, eternally so. We looked at what James said in James chapter 4, verses 13 through 16, how life is brief. And when you're, when you're looking at it in terms of eternity, it's not much more. In fact, it's not as much as the snap of a finger or the blink of an eye. But people, they keep acting as though they're in total control. They think, James brings this out. He says, you decide you're going to go to such and such a city. You're going to decide when you're going to go there. You decide what you're going to do. And you decide how much of a, of a profit you're going to make by doing whatever it is you decided to do. And then he says, your life, you don't know whether you're going to wake up tomorrow. People die all around us all the time at all ages, literally from newborn babies all the way up to people who are over 100 years old, everywhere in between. And you've known people in your life who have died at what you would say an early age. Why did that person have to die at that age? That's part of the reality of life in this world. Are you ready? Are you ready for that day when the people will be standing around your casket or your remains mourning your departure? Are you ready for that day? You see, what is more profound is the next question that we began to get into last time. Are you ready to face your Lord at judgment? You see, one day this world is going to come to an end. Oh, yes, the Lord's coming back. Remember in Acts chapter 1, when the apostles saw Jesus ascend through the air, through the clouds, the two angels were standing there and said, how you see him go, he's going to come back again. When he comes back again, it's going to be for that final day of judgment. Are you ready for that day? We looked in Matthew chapter 24 and verse 3, and the disciples asked Jesus, what sign will there be of this happening? And then when we drop down to verse 36 through verse 44, Jesus compared that day when he'll come again to judge the world, to bring this world as we know it to an end. He said it's going to be like in the days of Noah. For those about 120 years that it took Noah and his family to build that ark, 
People must have seen it over and over and over again. I suspect they made all kinds of remarks, talked about it among themselves, and maybe, I suspect at times, they taunted and ridiculed Noah and his family. 120 years building that ark. But then one day, everything changed. And the rain started to fall. God opened the fountains of the deeps. And the floodwaters came and swept them all away, except for Noah and his family, eight souls. They weren't ready for that day, Jesus said. They weren't ready. That was a judgment day for them. They weren't ready. And so he says that's what it's going to be like when he comes again. People are going to be going about their normal routines, living life, as they know it on a daily basis and then on that day everything will change he said two men will be in the field one will be taken the other left you see one will be ready and the other one won't be two women will be grinding at the mill one will be taken and the other left one will be ready meet the lord in the air the other one will be left then he says watch therefore for you do not know what hour your Lord is coming. And he earlier in verse 36 said of that day and that hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my father only, only God the father. And so verse 44, he said, therefore you also be ready for the son of man is coming at an hour you do not expect. And when he comes in that day, 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 10 says, we will all stand before his judgment seat and give account of the things done in the body, whether good or bad. We'll all be there at that scene on that day. Are you ready? Let's look at 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Now this text is directed to us as Christians, but the message is the same. You do not know when the day of the Lord will come. So be ready. Are you ready? It's interesting, if we look at the genealogy laid out in the scriptures, now when you look at that first listing of the genealogy between the garden and the first creation of man and then the flood, okay, there's probably some gaps in there. But we're not talking about millions and millions and millions of years, or billions of years, as the evolutionists would try to lay out. We might be talking about some thousands, but not, not this long, incredible eons of time that people think. But just looking at the genealogies, I believe you'll find that between Adam and Noah was about 2,000 years. Interestingly, between Noah and the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, about 2,000 years. It's been almost 2,000 years since our Lord died on that cross. Interesting line of thinking, isn't it? Now, I'm not saying that the Lord's coming back in just a few years. I'm not saying he's coming back in 10,000 years. Jesus said, we don't know when that day will be. Only the Father knows. 
But Jesus said, because we do not know, but the, the reality is that he is coming back and that will be that final day of judgment. And this world will come to an end as we know it. He said, be ready. Be ready. And we can look around us and look at mankind as a whole and say, people need to get ready. We can look at all the wickedness, the evil, the violence, the hatred, the bitterness, all of the sinfulness and ungodliness that is so prevalent all around the world today. And we might say people need to be ready. Well, you see, first we need to look into the mirror. And we need to ask ourselves individually and personally, am I ready? So my friend, are you ready? 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, beginning with verse 1. The Apostle Paul said, But concerning the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I should write to you, for you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord, that final day of judgment in other words, the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night. That's what Jesus was saying back there. Comparing it to the, to the way things were in the days of Noah. People just going on about their lives. Many of them probably happy-go-lucky. And then one day everything changed. Because they weren't ready. So you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night. Now what does he mean by that? Well, Jesus even used that illustration back there in Matthew chapter 24. He said if the master of the house had known when the thief was coming, he would have been ready. But of course, a thief does not announce his coming ahead of time, does he? <laughs> He'd end up in jail. The thief comes at an unexpected time. Maybe you have experienced that. Maybe you have been away from your house. Maybe you've been out of town and you came home and found out a thief had been there, broken in, gone through everything you had. Now that is a somewhat sinking feeling in your stomach, isn't it? Emotionally, it may take a toll for some years to come. Emotionally, psychologically. But what if you'd had an alarm system? You probably would have been more ready. But even at that, those can be bypassed, but we need to be as ready as we can be. But it's simply an illustration. Jesus says, Paul says, the thief comes at an unexpected hour. Now, not to put a negative connotation on the coming of our Lord and the final day of judgment, it's just a frame of reference to say he's coming at a time when a whole lot of people, let me suggest to you, the vast majority of people will not be expecting and will not be ready. For when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them as labor pains upon a pregnant woman and they shall not escape. Now that woman who is expectant with child, she goes through that for nine months, doesn't she? Or thereabouts. And one day, in fact, one morning, she may get up and everything seems to be going on as normal. She's still carrying that child. 
And then all of a sudden the labor pains hit and everything changes. Well, that's how the Apostle Paul compares to the coming of the Lord. They say peace and safety. Everything's normal. Everything's going on just as it always has. In fact, everything looks good. And then sudden destruction comes upon them. And they shall not escape, Paul says. You see, in the final day of judgment, when the Lord comes again, everybody will present themselves before him. 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 10. Every single individual, you and I, will give account of what we have done in our physical lives here in this earth, whether good or bad, the text tells us. Are you ready for that day? Paul goes on and he says, verse 4, But you, brethren, are not in darkness, so that this day should overtake you as a thief. In other words, he says, you know the Lord is coming again. You know there's going to be that final day of judgment. So you don't need to be shocked when the Lord appears. You don't need to be caught by surprise and unprepared when he comes again on that day. You're not living in darkness. You know the truth. You've got the scriptures. You've been taught he's coming back. In verse 4, he says, you are all sons of light and sons of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Sons of light, sons of the day. What is he talking about? Remember what Jesus said about his followers, what we should be? We should be shining lights in a world that is engulfed in the darkness of sin and corruption. We should let our light so shine that others may see our good works and glorify our Father who is in heaven. Matthew 5, verses 13 through 17. We live in the light of God's word. We are supposed to be guided by it on a daily basis and all through the day. Remember what the psalmist wrote in Psalm 119 and verse 105? Speaking of God's word, he said, Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Now the people who live in the darkness, they're the people who are living in the darkness of sin, unfaithfulness to God, ungodliness, the people who are not living the life of faithful Christianity, which is a life that is lived in the light of God's word in the light of the Lord and Savior himself. But the people who are not living by God's word, who are not living the faithful Christian life, they're living in darkness. The darkness of sin, the darkness of corruption, the darkness of, of evil, of wickedness, of unrighteousness. We see it all around us, don't we? All around us. Hatred, violence, bitterness, strife, contention, evil, wickedness, sinfulness. It's all around us. The Apostle John wrote in 1 John chapter 2 and verses 15 and 17, talking about the reality of this world. He said, do not love the world or the things of the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. 
If you're living a worldly life, you're not living a godly life. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away, and the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. Now think about those people in Noah's day. Everything was going on day by day. Normally, it would seem, they weren't ready when the floodwaters came. And they were all destroyed. They were taken away. Only Noah and his family were ready inside the ark. Paul says, you are all sons of light and sons of the day. We are not of night nor of the darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as others do, but let us watch and be sober or be ready. Be ready. That's what Jesus said. Be ready. A whole lot of people today, if the Lord were to come today or tomorrow, are going to find themselves like the people in Noah's day. Not ready. They're going to be shocked, taken by absolute surprise. Have you ever imagined the cries of those people outside the ark when God opened the fountains of the deep, when he caused the rains to fall? And they saw the waters rising all around them. Have you ever thought about their cries? Do you think maybe they were outside the ark in many cases, pounding, trying to get in? Do you think they were climbing up on their rooftops of their homes, but just kept watching the waters come higher and higher and higher? They weren't ready. And that's the way it will be on the final day of judgment. Jesus said most are going down the wrong path and few are traveling the pathway that leads to heaven. Matthew 7, verses 13 and 14. Are you among the many or the few? Are you ready? Do you need to get ready? We're trying to help you. Let's pray. Father, your word tells us that most people are not ready for your son to come in that final day of judgment. Please help them to open their eyes, to see their need to come to you through Jesus for forgiveness and salvation, redemption. Help them to open their hearts, to humble themselves, to take that step and get ready because that day is coming. Guide us, help us to be ready. Please, Father, we pray at this time. Please forgive us, gracious Father. This is our prayer in Christ's name. Amen.